Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the fifth episode of the Two Dudes Talk Movies podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Cam. And today we're talking about the newly released film, Don't Worry Darling, starring Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde, Nick Kroll, Jimmy Chan, and Chris Pine, directed by Olivia Wilde. Uh, Cam, do you want to give the plot synopsis? Yes, it's about a married couple, Alice and Jack, played by Florence Pugh and Harry Styles, and after some time, uh, Florence Pugh, Alice, notices that there's some weird things going on. They have a neighbor by the name of Margaret, and everyone lives in a like a 50s-style neighborhood, and Margaret's kind of like the odd one out to everything. And after after some time, uh, Alice just goes and tries to figure out what's, what's wrong with her, and then she discovers a whole other world, and not another world, but just like notices some clues and things as to what's going on. Some secrets that she's yeah. not being told. Right, so um, I noticed that there was, or I saw on social media that there was like a lot of controversy behind the scenes and a lot of weird stuff going on. Do you know anything about that? Uh, yeah. So basically, uh, from what I've read, it's uh, Olivia Wilde is the director. She also stars in the film, and she's also uh, the girlfriend for uh, of Harry Styles. And uh, Florence Pugh and her clashed throughout the filming of this movie, mostly because. Um, her and Harry Styles were uh, like being um, too romantic on set, kind of just being unprofessional, uh, according to uh, their opinions or you know their reports or whatever. And you know, uh, according to an article I read, that Florence Pugh said that Olivia Wilde was like absent in most scenes, or not most scenes, but for some scenes. And so uh, Florence Pugh actually had to direct some scenes herself uh-huh. because Olivia Wilde was nowhere to be found, and uh, a lot of people questioned kind of her professionalism when it came to directing so a lot of conflict there even leaving Florence Pugh not to want to uh, promote the film very much Uh, but yeah uh, a lot of stuff going on did uh, knowing that conflict behind the scenes did did the film turn out good despite that or do you think that you can see kind of the unorganization uh, kind of behind the scenes through the film no I think it still looked fine it was a really well-made movie I don't Mm -hmm. think any of that behind the scenes stuff drama really got on to onto the camera uh, in general, I liked it as a whole. Mm-hmm. It was, at some point it came into my mind like halfway through, like, oh, this is kind of like a cult movie. I'm kind of a fan of those, like the secret society type stuff. And mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, there was a lot of like sexual acts in the beginning. It was a little excessive to, to just come onto screen onto the screen and mm-hmm. just went straight at it. But uh, other than that, it was, I liked it. Uh, I was one at the beginning. I was kind of wondering, like, what's like the point of it, or like, where yeah. are we gonna go from here? Yeah. And I don't know. It was just kind of confusing at that point because also it was kind of rushed. But what did you think of it? Uh, I think that the film was it, first of all, it was well shot. Like, it was probably for this year, it was probably one of the best shot movies I've I've seen. Like, everything looked beautiful. So, yeah, and the cinematography was really good, uh, especially when it uh, shows just kind of the environment of like the cul-de-sac or the neighborhood that yeah. they live in. Um, I think the uh, the story was pretty at least by the end or throughout the movie it was a pretty interesting story but uh, and I had a good time especially at the end because uh, first of all the acting um, Florence Pugh was definitely a standout in this movie she was definitely a standout I think she did a good job and um Chris Pine was also a really good standout, and I think those two, whenever they're on screen together, it's so much better, like yeah. than her and Harry Styles, because despite, you know, Chris Pine is a much 
better and more experienced actor than Harry Styles, which we'll get to. Um, it's just whenever they're on screen, that you just feel like you're watching something that's like intense and like really good. Um, but yeah, what do you think? But overall, I thought the film was pretty well done. It's just it falters in some stuff that we'll get into. Uh, what do you think of the acting as a whole? It was okay. Uh, Florence Pugh was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really watched a lot of her movies, excluding one that I can remember off, like right now, is Midsummer, which she was really good in. Yeah. Uh, but Harry Styles wasn't like that. He he wasn't horrible. Yeah, that's but yeah. Then again, he's not in. He's not an actor, so this isn't his field. But he wasn't like he wasn't horrible. He did a. He got the message. Yeah. And. Uh, some of his like emotional scenes were pretty funny. Yeah, uh, it's a, yeah. I was gonna say that kind of leads into the critical reception of the film, yeah. where it's kind of being labeled as uh, it's kind of split between audiences and audiences and critics because they're really ripping into his acting and kind of ripping into kind of even why why having him in the film when there's so many better actors that he's like acting with, and you know that's kind of the main thing. But I think that. The promotion of the movie was also manipulated to kind of make uh, young girls kind of go just for him. And, um, yeah, that's also something Florence Pugh wasn't a fan of. She wasn't a fan of the fact that they were marketing it as a Harry Styles, you know, romantic kind of, like, sexual movie. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that him, like, he isn't bad. He wasn't a bad um, actor in it. He wasn't good either. He was just right in the middle, and that kind of just leads you being like, like kind of uninspired by it. You're just kind of like, eh. And there was definitely a lot of scenes where it's supposed to be serious, and it ends up being just hilarious. Yeah, like when he was getting his, when uh, Florence Pugh was getting snatched out the car, and mm-hmm. he's like banging in the car, yeah. like no. And yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, that whole scene where like he basically turns on her, basically, and he's just like he's supposed to be crying, but no tears are coming out, and then he has like a very stereotypical generic freak out in the car where he's pulling on the on steering the steering wheel, wheel. And banging, and yeah, and shaking his head. But yeah, he's not bad. It's just like when he needs to be good. It's just it flatlines. It's so like not what needs to happen. Yeah. So something I noticed um, in the film, I how did you feel about Harry Styles being the main male character? Because I didn't like I didn't like it because I thought he was only selected because he was Olivia Wilde's boyfriend. And that's yeah, that's it, what most people think. Yeah, and it's like America in the fifties and. You got the British guy, and it just didn't fit the aesthetic of it. Everyone's yeah. talking, and I don't know. I didn't really yeah. how you feel and about it. Yeah, I was very skeptical going in because, you know, we have there's so many actors out there that could have played it, and you know, I'm not a I'm not against him, but like I think that there's just so many people better for the role, and I don't think he should be picked just because he is he, either he looks, you know, he's handsome or he's dating the director, but. I just don't think it it's fine like it's fine but that performance really needs someone who like is really good on conveying like not like a conflict on either siding with your wife or siding with a, a perfect society that you live in and I just don't think that for the most part he didn't he didn't really do that very well um, and some of that also goes into the the writing and how those characters are portrayed what do you think of the writing and and dialogue really uh, it was <laughs> It wasn't above average. It 
it was kind of weird at the beginning because you get like the first 10, 20 minutes, everything is just thrown at you. He does this, she does this, they go, they go here. And it was kind of a lot to process. And like I said earlier, it was hard to dictate where it was going to, what the storyline was because you get a glimpse of everything. You get ballet, you get Margaret, you get all these men going to work at the same time every day. You get the wives. So you can't really say what's going to be the main it's gonna be the main problem, yeah. but it turned it, it went well. Uh, I mean, it finished out okay. Yeah, uh, I I, th- I I think there's a lot of pacing issues, especially at the beginning. Yeah, because when we start the film, it's uh, basically them. We don't really know how long uh, Jack and Alice Chambers have been living there. Uh, our main two protagonists, really, uh, we don't really know how long they've been there. I think it might have been mentioned uh, in a conversation, but it's never really it's not really thrown established. At you. Yeah. yeah, and so they're living their life. And they they're very happy with their lives, and then it just seems like like we're given like five to maybe ten minutes of like them living in a paradise basically and then it just stuff starts happening and literally the trailer everything you see in the trailer happens within five minutes of the film like her cracking the egg nothing's in the egg her um, walls caving the walls caving or the window caving in and uh, her wrapping the uh, saran saran wrap around her head and it it seems too it's so quick and so like abrupt where it feels like you're just watching a compilation of like A24's like weird (laughs) highlights and um, it just seems like if that was spread out like maybe if it was like a more of a slow burn where if it was like she's living in this paradise but then very slowly she starts to notice some stuff and then time passes and then she sees margaret margaret kind of gets to her and sees her you know she starts to question what's going on and then that stuff just goes very smoothly throughout the film instead it's boom 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 and then big space and where nothing else happens and and all the big stuff comes in at the end of the movie yeah and yeah it just seemed but like i would say that the pacing really improves uh, after that it really improves once they get to um, I believe that dinner scene yeah with Chris or Chris Pine yeah with Chris Pugh. yeah because uh, Chris Pine is basically the head of the entire like neighborhood he's like the not Every- the mayor but he's like he like r- he runs everything and everybody looks up to him as a leader of this like paradise yeah uh, for context all the men they work the same job mm-hmm, yeah. and they go wherever they just kind of disappear and Chris Pine is like their boss so all of them look up to him so that's- and it's it's strongly suggested at least at the beginning of the film that they're working on like I thought that they were working on like bombs or something or like a weapons because the, the ground shakes yeah oh yeah and, the- and so it's really kind of building that like 50s aesthetic mm-hmm. of just kind of like the men would go off and the women would stay at the uh, house and clean and cook for their husband until their husbands get back and but yeah uh, they all look up to Chris Pine because he's the one who brought them here and let them live this life and that dinner scene in particular I thought was really good because it's basically the main characters we meet thus far uh, and by this time Alice is starting to really question what's going on in the neighborhood and he knows that she's questioning he's like they have like kind of a like they challenge each other at the dinner yeah. table and it's really awkward it is uh, she takes Harry Styles chair when it's his night yeah to be celebrating he just takes it and then he's just because he got some sort of promotion yeah um something else I noticed this we'll go back to mm-hmm. no one can ever like enjoy a meal in this movie every time someone's cooking yeah. or eating it's either burnt it's either thrown off the table or it's or some weird stuff's going on some conspiracy on. theory that just ruins dinner as a whole yeah and no one can like eat properly it's also it also like it's so weird because there's so many close-ups of like food like I like meat. that though yeah that's it really like uh brings you into it especially it makes you feel kind of something's 
off and like the sound of it like you can hear every like crunch yeah every pour. crunch or this like thing of it or every sound of it and it just really puts you in the scene because you're kind of like oh something's off but I but it should be normal yeah like um have you seen Requiem for a Dream uh yeah yeah it was, was kind of like yeah, that very like sensory overload basically with that and I yeah I really enjoyed the cinematography and the shot like composition of this film uh but yeah were there any kind of after that scene it kind of the pacing really differs from the beginning it's very quick in the beginning and then that or what do you mean it's, it's very quick, quick because it's like boom something happens boom something weird happens margaret attempts uh to slit her throat yeah at the, yeah. At the beginning and then once we get to that dinner scene it just kind of just completely slows down okay slows down and i i liked it i like that dinner scene it just feels like way it wasn't consistent with the beginning did you did you feel the same kind of for the movie as a whole so it was quick at the beginning but i it, i like the pacing towards after the dinner scene because mm-hmm. stuff happened in a appropriate amount of time but yeah. i didn't really pick up on that or i didn't really focus on that but i do understand what you're talking about though mm, yeah i yeah, there was definitely a disconnect there for me. I kind of was, I was in it at the beginning, but I was very skeptical. And then once we got to that dinner scene, I was like, okay, that this seems like the scene that where like stuff is going down and like the actors are really like being tested there. And then that leads into what we, what we uh, mentioned earlier, the probably, probably the worst, not the worst, probably the worst scene, honestly, the uh, scene where she gets dragged out because uh, throughout this neighborhood, basically the workers or whatever are all in red and they're kind of like faceless henchmen kind of in a way and they uh, Harry Styles turns on her because she wants to run away with him because she doesn't trust anything that's going on and then he you know calls people up and has her because they're uh, labeling her as crazy just like uh, Margaret did they labeled her as crazy because she tried to leave the neighborhood um, with her son, I believe. Yeah, I think they went out to like that desert where yeah, the men. Yeah, this is all in the desert. This neighborhood. Yeah, they went out. Margaret and her children went out to the desert, and she wasn't supposed to be there. I think she had two kids actually. They okay. found one, her daughter, mm-hmm. and then her son. I don't think he was ever found. But we yeah. don't see any other. We don't see her children. Any yeah. of them. I yeah. Don't know. It's yeah, and so it kind of like uh, a lot of uh, people turning against her, and then at this point in the film, uh, Harry Styles turns on her and has the henchmen basically take her away and like. Uh, does electrotherapy or oh, something yes, like that. But the scene where Harry Styles just starts crying and saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it's like a long take of her getting dragged down. He's it's it doesn't work. That that one was uh, very stereotypical. And I and like it, a slow pan out shot of the car. It is what it is. I don't it's not it wasn't wasn't the best. It was actually kind of funny. <laughs> and some of their arguments are pretty funny just because his line delivery is so uh so wooden. Yeah, his uh, accent kind of tags into his, that. Yeah, his accent tags into it, which we'll get to kind of the aspects of that decision later for the ending. Okay. Um, but yeah, what do you think? I know we already mentioned cinematography uh, and how good it looks. Was there any shots other than like the close-up of the food that you thought was pretty good in the film? I th- yeah, I like... <laughs> I think 50s, like, time period pieces like this, those looks, really... looks good. Yeah, because there's so many colors, and they had some, uh, like, well, excluding the overhead shots uh, of the coffee and stuff, mm-hmm. but there was a lot thrown at us cinematography-wise um, yeah. at the beginning, and I wrote that it was only at the beginning, but I didn't think it was going to carry out because it was so well at the beginning, I didn't know, but it did carry out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
overall, I did. I pretty much just like the color. Color really does it for me in cinematography. Yeah, but. it's very similar to kind of the uh, aesthetic of Catch Me If You Can, really, because yeah. that was set during the uh, was it the fifties? I believe it was around the fifties, sixties. Uh, I believe. Maybe not too it, sure off the top. Yeah, but it was that. If not, that movie oh, was yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very colorful yeah. okay, and yeah. very, uh, especially with Leonardo DiCaprio as he's kind of going into around L.A. or, you know, he's very, you know, successful. You kind of see a lot of those bright blues, bright yellows. Yeah, I remember it now because the uh, uniforms and costumes of the air pilots mm -hmm. were, were very bright. And the cinematography was very bright in this film. And it just looks really good. I also really liked the, the sound design of this film because there was a lot of moments where there would be uh, the ending in particular where there's cars driving in the desert and mm -hmm. Florence Pugh. Uh, spoiler alert she's uh, trying to like run away from the henchmen in the cars uh, that don't want her to leave the neighborhood and um, there's a moment where her car is shown driving in the driving in the desert and there's no sound except there's just a little like I think it was a ticking of a clock yeah. a distant ticking of a clock and then once all the henchmen's cars are seen it just explodes into this big like kind of intense music which I thought was really cool I noticed it but I thought it was too intense because mm -hmm. the the bass was just really like it really comes at yeah, you yeah but I didn't think it was that type of movie because if it was like that I thought it'd be like for like a Blade Runner or like a yeah yeah I can it's something like Avatar or something yeah like that, it was or, just yeah. too much for this type of movie but I did like it but just maybe like something less intense because we're just driving right now you know there's yeah, no killing true. no that's true so yeah, I, I, yeah it's just yeah that's a little things like that I do agree that it was it, it does blow yeah the it's really slow when I, it comes like that but I thought it was a good way just to kind of show kind of the difference and like tone like she's driving and then one, it's just so many cars coming at her mm. at once and I thought just the little because Alice has like little um, fragments of images throughout the film yeah. of like ballet, ballet dancers yeah I didn't I, it's very it's very strange which uh, once we get to the ending we'll talk about a little bit okay. um but yeah, it's. I think that the images themselves was kind of subtly done. Like I think it was like subtly done, but I think the ballet dancers were a little repetitive. Yeah, at I some didn't really points. get. Yeah, I guess we talk about it. Yeah, we can go. We can go ahead and jump into the ending. Uh, so basically, uh, what we learn is that Harry Styles and all the men, all the husbands that are in this neighborhood, they basically everything in this movie is during present time. Everything in this movie is during present time, and what because we're showing a scene uh, of a just a regular Harry Styles is now American yeah his accent was kind of like, funny it was it was like because he's like talking like in his British accent and he's just like where were you and I was like I was like oh wow okay uh, that's something and Alice uh, Florence Pugh's character is uh, works at the hospital uh, in real in real life yeah. and then what we learn is that Harry Styles who they're having like marital troubles yeah he's, he's um, working all the time and he's just at home and, he, like, and he's watching a video with Chris Pine's voice and it's kind of like he's um, kind of promoting this like uh, alternate he's like um, do you want to be the man you want to be and all this kind of giving him a little bit of support in that and, like what alpha he, male and what it is is uh, a way to go into an alternate uh, a simulation yeah. if you would say uh, where he can him he can basically do whatever he want like all the men live in this paradise while the, while the wives get their memories wiped except Olivia Wilde except Olivia Wilde which which we learned that at the end but uh, and yeah we'll, yeah we'll yeah. get to that but what happens yeah Florence Pugh figures this out and what she realized was at the beginning of the film she sees a plane crash yeah uh, which I don't know what that meant 
mean, it, but I do know the Margaret's kid had a plane in the desert. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. that meant something. Some, there was some connection. Yeah, some or, connection, maybe a metaphorical something, uh, uh, symbolism. Uh, but she tries to go to this uh, main building. I think that's where all the husbands work, I believe. We're in the middle of the desert, away from there, with all the guys, all the husbands drive off to work. And it's that big, like, house. At yeah, the that's. Hill. It was like fake work. I uh, in the video when uh, Harry Styles was going to get like when he was about to get like transformed into this fifties thing. Mm-hmm. I think it was. I think Chris Pine said, "You have to come here for like evaluation every day." Mm-hmm. So it's like the fake. It's work for the fake world, but for the real world, it's you have to get evaluated for the day and like that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. So basically, the whole thing is a simulation where the men are able to do whatever they want and live this paradise, while the women are basically slaves to the simulation, and so they can like control the husbands can control them and do whatever they want uh yeah that that is like a portal basically because florence Pugh touches it and she starts to have like a whole vision when she touches it Mm -hmm. when she's not supposed to be out there and then uh yeah because we learn that that's basically just the way back into the real world yeah the real world and what do you i guess we might as well go into what do you think of that (laughs) whole simulation kind of twist I didn't like it. It was kind of just randomly thrown, but I guess that's how twists are supposed mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. Uh, in general, it kind of reminded me of uh, the Truman Show or Vivarium. Mm-hmm. Uh, or more of the like aesthetic of the houses was kind of like Vivarium, but all in all, it was kind of it really reminded me of the Truman Show. But they just kind of threw sci-fi in there just to yeah. have some yeah. sort of shift, I guess, to show off Olivia Wilde's like directorial. <laughs> Like kind ability genre, she yeah. Could do multiple genres. I mean, it looked good, but it wasn't good for the story. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what do you think? I, I see. Here's the thing. I, you know, I think about what versions they could have done because they could have just done it where it's revealed at the end that the whole film takes place during real time. Mm. And you know that sounds better now in hindsight, but then when you watch it, you're probably just like, oh, obviously, you know. And uh, here it's like, oh, they're in a simulation. Well, duh, they're in a simulation <laughs> like that. But it's like. I don't know. I just feel like it was fine. Like, I didn't hate it. Right. It just felt kind of flat at the end because it was done, and then um, it just seemed like that was the one of three options that I thought what the ending was going to be. Oh. It didn't really exceed my expectations because it just was one of the versions I thought was going to happen. I'm just like, yep, that's yeah, that makes sense. That Why wouldn't that be a situation? What were the other uh, two? What did you think the ending was going to be like? Uh, what, I, what I said either it was going to be that it was revealed to be in the 50s, or not in the 50s, it was going to be revealed to be a uh, normal time, but they're just in this kind of utopian right. kind of 50s uh, place. And the other one was probably, I don't know, probably just like this is set in the 50s. <laughs> like really the only things that could be uh, the endings, but I was kind of just hoping for maybe like a twist, maybe to just exceed my expectations on what I thought it was going to be and really sh- like at the end be like, oh my gosh, that is so not what I thought was going to happen. That was really good. But it's kind of, the weird thing is we're at this middle ground where I'm just like, yeah, that was that was not what I was expected. But I mean, it, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like what do you, you think of kind of the like men like controlling the women? Because I thought that part was really interesting the, hmm, I it was all right uh, it, they said there was like a 50 or 60 70 dudes that were a part of it yeah I wonder how like yeah and we're not showing that many people yeah we like, see like the same like 10 families throughout the whole thing and I wonder how like I wonder how 
of Harry Styles got to that point in real life, That's, how he yeah. found these mm-hmm. videos, what's the process of actually like of, going through yeah, this? Yeah, because we're, you're, we're shown like the eyes. Yeah, like how'd you get, who is this man? Who Who are, who, wow, who is Chris Pine in real life? Exactly, yeah, we're never given, because he's supposed to be just this like face of the whole organization, you would say, but we're never really shown like him and like of what his, why he's making this place, why he's recruiting all these men to live in this paradise. And I have to say, um, I think that the ending kind of doesn't shoot itself in the foot, but I think it becomes way too not pro-feminist, I would say. It doesn't be, like, I, and, you know, not to get too political, but I just think it becomes a little too much. Men are monsters. Women are, you know, victimized a little bit because at the end, especially Chris Pine's wife, when she stabs him. Oh, yeah. I think that is when I was like, okay, that's a little too much. Yeah, it was kind of, well, that part, uh, when she stabs him, it was kind of out of the blue. It was kind of random. It was, and it was, and she says something like, this is my, my time now to, you know, and it just felt like, okay, that's seems a little not that's just too blatant in kind of its message of like women are the victims of society and you know we're not trying to get we're not it's showing our, the movie yeah we're not showing our political views or anything but we're just saying for the movie it just seems so inconsistent because Florence Pugh is this strong women character but then at the end it's kind of like oh all women are victims in this world and it just seems too blatant in this message would you agree or would you just say it was tonally off I would say I'd say it flips sides randomly. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what I'd have on like a on an overall view on that on that, mm-hmm. but I do see how it switched how it switched shifts like at the end of the movie towards like the other seventy five percent of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I I do find it interesting, and I want to ask you this question. So basically, the uh, the little on the the building outside the neighborhood that the men go to work. Uh, so that's the portal to the outside world. Does that mean that when they go to the outside world, they like have to tend to the women, right? In because, the fifties, they no in real time <laughs> because they leave, and I saw it as the port. That's the portal to the to the real world but the women never leave that real world because basically we're shown uh, Harry Styles and Florence Pugh on that bed and they're just like in the simulation at that oh, time yeah, so right. what I assumed was the men leave during the day to like take care of them in the real world make sure they're like alive you know what I mean okay. make sure they're like doing oh, good yeah, that and, then, and then when they get back like after work quote unquote um, they like take like you know live there okay. and so I, I I mean it's kind of cool but it just seems like it was just I just wanted to make sure that's what actually that's what I think happened I'm not sure I wish it was I wish we got more a definitive f- yeah cause the movie we get like 10 minutes of like this twist yeah. and then we're just done with the movie I wish we would've we get a little bit of context like mm-hmm. we said earlier about how uh, Harry Styles was watching the videos but I wish yeah. we got more context as to what happens in the real world so yeah. I assume like when the men go to the real world they're taking care of their wives or whatever mm-hmm. but uh I just wish we were given more, like, definitive rules or more definitive, like, what's going on. Yeah. Especially with Chris Pine's character is, like, yeah, a, like big, a big, like, who is this guy kind like of thing. God to everyone. Yeah. Um, I know we were talking about before, but what would you think of the scene, uh, the grand ballroom scene, basically, where Harry Styles, <laughs> it's basically like a cult meeting, basically, yeah. in retrospect, and Harry Styles is given this uh, promotion by Chris Pine's character, uh, which he's basically looked up to by the whole neighborhood, and uh, he's, we're treated 
limited to a nice probably two minutes, which is a long time in a movie, yeah. of him just dancing, doing the same two dance moves. Twisting and patting feet. Twisting and patting feet, doing the Pinocchio dance. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it, it was it was actually really funny, and it was not supposed to be funny. No, he. I thought it was fu- it was really funny. Um, it just it just wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it was very funny, and it's kind of it's funny because it's like it's like um, playing while Florence Pugh is having this really emotional kind breakdown. of yeah breakdown about you know this like these people aren't who they say they are, and you know we're revealed some information then, but it just seemed very just inconsistent at that time. Yeah, his but, wife's in the bathroom like bawling her eyes yeah, out, going yeah. crazy, and he's just on stage having like, the time of his this, life. Man. But yeah, um, what do you kind of think? Like the movie's doing really good right now. It's made thirty million dollars at the box office. Uh, do you think? Do you think overall, with your general opinions, do you think that's earned? Do you think it's a like? What would you rate it out of five stars? I'd give it. A, I'd give it a three. It wasn't. I give it a three confidently. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't horrible. Was it earned? Maybe if Harry Styles wasn't in it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably say it might be half that with Olivia Wilde's background. Yeah, and Florence that's true. Pugh, but uh, I'll give. It, yeah, I'll give it a three. You? Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of. Uh, torn between because after the movie I would have given it probably a three and a half but now that I'm thinking about it and thinking about kind of the things that weren't established or weren't delved into more and kind of just not fulfilling like what I thought it was going to be I'd probably give it a two and a half out of five it's a it's a good movie it's well shot uh, it's well shot. It's well acted. Besides, you know, some moments that we've already mentioned. But um, in the story, it goes at a good enough pace that if you're a general moviegoer and you're going to go watch, you want to go watch a psychological, suspenseful, sci-fi, sci-fi thriller. horror thriller. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy it because there's are there are like intriguing aspects to it. Mm. I just think that it failed in its execution to kind of um, kind of stay consistent with its tone, its writing, its world building, really. And the kind of the sci-fi elements that it uses at the end, but it just isn't a film that I think I can ever see myself going back to and yeah, watching I think again. It's kind of forgettable. Yeah, it's unless kind of, like you're Harry Styles, like Stan. Yeah, that's definitely the only reason most people are going to go watch the movie, which is sucks because Florence Pugh <laughs> does a really good job. Yeah, she's kind of overlooked because yeah. yeah. But uh, one more question I had, or maybe two. Uh, what did you think of? I know we said we would get back on this, but the ballet. What did, what did you? Oh yeah, I, I'm. It's a lot of imagery is just so not explained and that's what I was saying like a lot of the stuff wasn't delved into because that's like kind of the the stuff that puts them in their simulation kind of the brainwashing images yep. that are seen and but the I remember at the beginning of the film they kind of are they're practicing ballet yeah like, we only see them like twice yeah the, like the wives well. are practicing ballet in their spare time which I guess could be a tie-in but it, it's very un it's not explained which is kind of a problem especially in this kind of movie where you're you're wanting answers yeah I I liked it for the aesthetic but I didn't really understand what it meant. Yeah. Wish I did, but yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Any any overall ending thoughts on the film? It's good. You go check it out. Yeah. Uh, it's not horrible. I know we kind of like we didn't bash Harry Styles, yeah. but like compared to the other there, actors, there could have been one person who could have done it so much better. Yeah. But if you have time and it 
it's it's really good. Yeah. Three, I, well, not really. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's just a film that, you know, I just don't see myself ever going back to. But if you're a general audience member, you're going to go like it and like it for its aspects. But, yeah, overall, um, pretty good pretty good film. Go, go watch it if you'd like. You know, there are some things that are a little questionable. But theaters. Yeah, it's in theaters right now. I uh, don't know how long it will be, but <laughs> go give it a watch uh, if you like. Uh, this has been the fifth episode of the Two Dudes Talk Movies podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Cam. And everybody have a good day. We'll see you next week. Peace.